0: Was there a new Bachelor this week?
1: No, there was not. Okay. Which is maybe why my week felt so off.
0: The week has been... I, th- I kept thinking, I guess I'm a day behind.
1: Yeah. My theory was that, I mean, it was the 4th of July, obviously, so I know the real reason, but my theory was that JoJo is going to send terrible veteran Alex home. And Couldn't ABC continue. would face fines if they sent a veteran home <laughs> on the 4th of July.
0: Oh no, I think you could be on the subject. <laughs> no, that's accurate. Because,
1: because he's she's awful. not
0: going
1: to keep him. No, he's the worst. And not just because he's short. That doesn't bother me. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: glad. He's just terrible. Welcome to episode 77 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I sell books Sometimes.
0: I'm Annie Jones, and I'm sorry, you <laughs> cut me off every time. You change it every time.
1: Exactly, it's the new gimmick. Oh my gosh. And that's, we're going to leave this.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm Annie Jones, I'm the owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia.
1: Today we are going to talk about reading many books at once. All right.
0: That's, that's it. That's what we're talking about that today. That is what we're
1: talking about today. I do this a lot.
0: You read in you read in multiples. I have as to they read say. in
1: multiples. Yes. You Reading think that's in because multiples. you're a student? I know it's because I'm a student. Um, I've never not been a student. I'm 26 years old. I'm working on my PhD, and I have never not been a student. Never took a break, and I regret that every day of my life. Kids, <laughs> stay in school, but only as long as you have to. <laughs> Take a
0: break
1: to work. Take a break sometimes. Um, So, like, I developed this habit not in high school because, spoilers, I rarely did my homework in high school, but in college, I really developed the habit of having to read a lot of books at the same time from having to take a lot of classes at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was in a great books program, the same as you were. I was an English major, so I was constantly juggling four to six books at any given time. Right. Um, And that has stuck with me. Um, partially because it has to, because in grad school you also need to do that. But right. honestly, it's less in grad school because I never take more than two classes at a time when I was taking classes. Um, so reading two at a time is really normal for me. And I'm able to keep things separate that way.
0: Are they diff- drastically different from one another?
1: Often. Um, especially when I was taking classes that didn't have to do with like medieval literature or whatever. Um, that I would have, like, a medieval thing that I was reading and also, like, a novel for another class that I was reading. And that's easy to keep separate. But even reading two novels usually doesn't bother me. My problem is that once I put something down, I have a hard time picking it back up.
0: I think that right there is the issue for me. Because often, if I put a book down, meaning I, like, space it out over a couple of days, what that means most of the time for me is that I'm not interested anymore. Um, not always, but a lot of the time, that's what that means. And I wanted for a long time, I think pre bookshelf. So in between college, graduating college and owning the bookshelf, I did read two books at a time, one nonfiction and one fiction Mm -hmm. that has changed a lot since I started working at the bookshelf. And now I feel like I'm just churning through one book at a time this is terrible because, so in college, because of the Great Books Program, as part of our freshman orientation, we had to read this book called How to Read Slowly, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, which was great for somebody like me who tends to read really quickly. Right. Um, And I'm afraid I have gotten very much out of that habit.
1: But you have to.
0: But I think that's the problem is like before I could read like a nonfiction, and I think I even mentioned in the last episode of this podcast, like I read Glennon Melton Doyle's Love Warrior. Right. Um, slowly because I was in Haiti and I right, had nothing have else to, to
1: read.
0: And, and <coughs> unfortunately that's just not what my life really looks like now. Now I'm constantly trying to finish a book and move on to the next book. Um,
1: because that's what your job demands. But
0: yeah, it is. But I don't know if I like it. Right. I don't know if it's good for me.
1: No. And that's how I feel about grad school where like I'm reading and I'm enjoying most of what I'm reading, but it's like... Because I have my prelim exams coming up in September, I'm reading from a list. Oh. I'm reading from a like a list that I made, but still a list of things that I need to complete. Mm-hmm. So everything that I read just feels like I'm checking something off a list because I literally am. yeah, like I have a list at my desk where I check things off after I have read them, yeah, which just makes everything feel like a chore. yeah. And I cannot wait until mid-September when I can start reading what I want to read again and when I want to read it. And I really wonder what my reading is going to look like then. Will I read two books at a time? Probably. And also, what are we even considering reading, right? Because, like, I teach composition, so I have to have this convoluted understanding of, like, what a text is, Mm. right? And it's, like, not just a book. It's also a TV show or a podcast or, like, some other narrative that I'm ingesting, and it's really easy to keep TV shows and books separate, except sometimes when it's not. Right. Right? Like, I, we've talked before about how, like, sometimes books hit you at the right time. And I honestly think sometimes books hit you because you're reading other books at the same time.
0: Oh, interesting. You have...
1: Things have a different effect on you because of the other narratives that are in your
0: Because of what else you're reading and right. listening to and right. consuming. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I think... I think for me right now, I just... I just The goal... And I hate to say it's like checking off a list, but I guess it is. I mean, I'm not working from a literal list like you are. Right. But I do have, like, a stack of advanced readers I'm trying to make my way through. And, um, and there's something really gratifying about that. And for a list follower like myself, mm-hmm. like, as somebody who loves a to-do list and I love to scratch things off, like, that's great. Um, and I don't... I will say despite owning the bookstore and despite reading constantly reading has yet to become a chore for me yeah so i so i feel good about what i'm reading and i don't generally read stuff that i just don't want to read like uh, um i really that's why i have a staff right like <laughs> sterling reads very differently from me and rebecca reads very differently from me and so that way i can kind of read my literary right. fiction right. uh memoir those are kind of my two genres that I love. And
1: fine.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, there's some overlap there. There's, there's a lot of... There's a big middle big of our Ben Diary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but, but, like, for example, I finished um, the new Anne Patchett book, mm-hmm. which is coming out in October. I finished that, and then immediately, I mean, like, a day later, the next day, started reading Tana French's new novel, also mm-hmm. out in October. Um, and Tana French is a thriller, uh, suspense novelist, and so... I felt like those were two books I could read back to back, but it never occurred to me. Commonwealth and Patchett's book is very slow in in a good way. Like it, it, you just want to read it more slowly, more yeah. intentionally. But it never occurred to me to while I was reading Commonwealth, be reading something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas four years ago, pre bookshelf, I would definitely have been reading Commonwealth and something else, whether that's nonfiction or. Or just different fiction, like a th- I could have been reading Tana French's book right. at the same time. Reading
1: very different kinds of books. Yeah, yeah, but
0: it but it didn't even occur to me this time, and I don't know, I don't know what that is. I don't. I hope it's not that my attention span has mm. changed. I worry about that a lot. I know. I'm really concerned that like my brain couldn't handle it now, um, that I wouldn't be able to bounce back and forth, um, that I would mix up characters because I'm reading such a high quantity. Right. Before the bookshelf, I was reading three or four books a month which was a lot.
1: That's respectable. But
0: that's one book a week. So you get the whole week to kind of digest Mm -hmm. it. Now I'm reading eight to 10 books a month. Right. And that is a lot. And and nobody ever talks about that. There might be some negatives to that. Mm -hmm. Like there, I don't know. I don't know if there are. No.
1: Yeah. No. And this is something, this is maybe not on the topic of reading multiples, but just how quickly does a person read? Because I have a lot of like, I'm in a lit program, but most of my friends are in a creative writing program and we are, are parallel and we take on the same classes and we run in the same circles. But the way that this is a generalization, but the way that creative writing students read is a lot quicker yeah. than the way that lit students read because lit students have to pay attention to little things, which creative writers are often paying attention to not necessarily the broader strokes. Cause that sounds condescending. Um, i think they just have a better innate understanding of how things work so they're not having to pay attention to those things right um and i like my friend cj hauser i talk to her about books all the time and she reads so quickly and does not reread and she's like oh yes i remember this this character was blah, blah 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 and she might remember like these highlights and i like wish i could do that yeah but i think because i'm always reading two or three things at a time and slowly right Like, it'll take me a month to get through a book these days Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to read it on my own. I've been reading The Wake by Paul Kingsnorth for a long time, and I'm only 150 pages in. To be fair, it's not written in English.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, I feel like that's different.
1: It's in a fake, like, faux old English language, which is great because it dovetails with my studies um, and is really good but man, I'll read five or 10 pages and then put it down for three days before I read another five or 10 pages. Um, see,
0: that's interesting about CJ because I feel like I read really quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have forever, but what my parents would often comment on was like, I remember, for example, buying the fifth Harry Potter book Mm -hmm. with my grandfather and it's, it was thick, right? Um, I think it was the fifth one.
1: It's the biggest one.
0: And I finished it. In a day or two, uh-huh. went right when it came out, and my granddad, my granddad who was always, you know, um, careful about how he spent his money and and careful about how we spent our money, and and he thought almost found that to be wasteful. Like you just finished it, you barely, how could you possibly know what happened? But I was able to very much tell him oh, yeah. exactly what happened. Now what's interesting is I couldn't tell you now. Like when people talk about oh, Harry I think Potter. I can't. See, I can't because I read them once. <laughs>
1: right. And I've reread them three or four times each.
0: Right. So I've only read them once. I love them. Like like changed my life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because I read them when I was a kid and and as Kathleen Kelly says like nothing changes your life more than like the books that you read when you're of a certain age and yeah. anyway. So I stand by my Harry Potter love despite the fact that I've not reread them. But when for example, I'm reading for a book club. Mhm. Because I read so many books a month, I like I've got a book club I think coming up on July twenty fifth, and I will not read that book until July twentieth or something because I read so many books that I. You won't remember it. Yeah, I'm scared I won't be able to remember it, and so that's really impressive that C J is able to say, Oh yeah, this is what this one's about. I can do that maybe for the past six months. Right. But we get beyond. And I think January. she probably
1: has a limit like that too.
0: Yeah, like. Um and certain standouts sure like kitchens of the great Midwest mm-hmm. am I but I probably couldn't tell you character names. I probably could just tell you major plot points and you how about I felt.
1: Because Pat, Pat made the bars.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Pat's bars.
0: See, but I could. I don't think I could do that. But I could tell you how. <laughs> I could tell you how it made me feel. Yeah. I could tell you why I loved it, but I. And that's why. I, I feel like I'm good at that part of my job. Like, I can definitely tell you this is the book for you, but I might not be able to tell you so-and-so is the main character of this right. book, and she does this. Like, I'm not great at that. So I don't know what that means, and I don't know if that has to do with, with how many books I'm reading. I, you really inspired me, and unfortunately I did not follow through. <laughs> um, but I loved that you were reading oh
1: yeah a collection a of short stories. Right. Yeah,
0: a collection of essays. That's right. And you were reading one a week. And at the time, I was reading Adam Johnson's... Right. Uh, fortune Smiles but I couldn't limit myself to one story a week I don't know what that says about me and then George Watsky we mentioned his uh-huh. essay collection last week um, How to Ruin Everything I thought I'm going to do what Chris says I really did I pulled it off my shelf I was working the store by myself that day and I said I'm going to read one essay and I'm going to stop and I'm going to wait and read another essay next week no I finished Tusk, and then I was like, "Must read more." It's a problem. It's it's the same problem that causes me to click next sure. on a Netflix episode. Right. I wonder, that's a really
1: small book, though.
0: But am I a binge reader? You I might don't know be a if binge I want to be a binge reader.
1: Mm. I mean, I feel like that's better a better problem to have than my problem, which is like, I really enjoyed this. I'm going to take a break from reading and then never picking the book up again.
0: Oh, right. That's Um,
1: sad. It is sad. And then I think about it. And then because I'm like thinking about it and how I need to read this book and how I feel bad about having put it down and not picked it up in two weeks, then I have like the anxiety about picking it up again. So
0: you've just given yourself more stress. Right.
1: So like when I read and I'm really enjoying a book, I like won't let myself put it down because I know that if I do, I won't pick it up again and I won't finish it how many books of the hundreds of books that i own have i not finished a lot
0: (laughs) okay so that's a good question to ask too which is do you gretchen rubin was the first one i think that introduced this idea to me anyway of putting books down that you don't like yeah and i i unlike you unlike so i hear you and sterling all of whom i associate with good you guys are good students right you're in school And I just associate you with this scholarly... Uh, Anyway, but when you and Sterling talk about your high school careers, you talk about you didn't do homework, you didn't do the readings. That is the opposite of me. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't seem surprised.
1: No.
0: (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I was... And I hate the term overachieving. Why can't we just call it achieving? achieving. Um, I was an achieving student, and so so I did all the homework, did all the reading. So I, like I said, I'm a list follower. It never occurred to me that in adulthood I didn't need to finish the book if mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Now, I do that all the time. Right. Unintentionally, though. Right. I never intentionally put one down and think, I'm giving nah, up on this i giving time. up on this. I don't. Um, we mention, oh, I don't know why I'm whispering because the podcast has heard it by now, but like Walt, um, this suspense mm-hmm. novel. Um, Rebecca loved it. Passed it on to me. Passed it on to Hunter. We did this podcast episode about it. I hated it. Yep. I, part of the reason I didn't put that one down was because I knew we were talking about it on the podcast. Um, but I did skim like the last... 50 to 100 pages because right. I thought, I cannot anymore. And
1: before that, you gave it to me and you're like, is this something I would like? And I read the first 25 page and I said, no, you will not <laughs> like this because this is not well written. <laughs> right. Sorry, Russell Winger. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure you're a lovely person. <laughs>
0: so, anyway, I do, I don't ever intentionally put a book down. I'm <clears throat> like you where I read something and I think, this is fine. And then I just casually think, I'm just going to leave this one on my nightstand. Yeah. I'll pick it back up. No, I don't. It's very passive aggressive. I don't pick it back and up. And
1: that's why there are 20 books on my coffee table right now. That's
0: ex- Yeah, not on my coffee table, but on my nightstand and inside my nightstand. My nightstand shouldn't even have a door because then I would at least feel bad about the number of books I've stuffed under there thinking, I'll get back to this one. <laughs> no, what that means is I've lost interest and I will not go back to that right. one. I'm done with it. Right. It's like I am with people.
1: Oh, Let's not open that camera. (laughs) Let's not open the door in that nightstand. Um, What I'm reading in multiples now... Yeah. Right? Because I'm reading for prelims. So, like, this week I was reading a bunch of Old English um, paraphrases of the Bible. Okay. Which, well... mm, I opened my document that was just titled Genesis. I was reading via PDF and saw that it was 75 pages. And I thought, okay... I can do That's this. It's doable. Um, and I read the first, like, oh, eight pages or so. And I was like, okay, this is just a paraphrase of the Bible. This is something I know. Let me research this because I don't want to have to read all of it mm-hmm. because it's a paraphrase of the Bible. <laughs> right. Um, and I found that Genesis, the Old English poem... Poem? Yeah, poem. Is is two separate texts. Genesis A, which is the whole thing, and Genesis B, which is like, I don't remember the exact number of lines, but I want to say like a thousand lines of poetry inserted in the middle, and it's all about um, the temptation and the fall. Okay. Um, And it is translated from an old Saxon poem and interpolated into this (coughs) paraphrase from the Latin. So it's a completely different text. that has been put in here. And I was like, well, I'm just going to read that. Mm -hmm. And I did. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad that I ended up reading that because it was so different from the Bible. And I got to see like what the Anglo-Saxons were actually thinking about like these stories. And it was very cool. So I was reading that this week. That was a weird discursus. And reading a bunch of articles about things like that. But then what I've been doing for the past probably year is reading comic books online when I go to bed. Not online, but, like, reading comic books on my computer when I go to bed. Yeah. So I read these long story arcs, and I'll read two or three issues, and then I'll fall asleep. So it's really easy to keep those things separate.
0: Though I was about to say, that's easy. Like, if we're talking about that in terms of reading in multiples, I read articles right. all the time. I have, you just saw, different tabs open on my computer of articles I'm reading or in the middle of reading. So I read articles constantly. Yeah. So my question is, or my thought is, I am not reading multiple books at once anymore. Right. And m- my question then is, should I be? I don't know. Or is or is it fine? Um, I think... I don't know if I talked to you about this, but I listen to this podcast. Um, we talk about it all the time on this podcast called What Should I Read Next uh-huh. um, by Ann Bogle. Um, she interviews people on her podcast frequently to figure out what they should be reading next. And one of the men that was on her podcast... Um, Said that he reads a different book in the morning, a different book right, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the afternoon, and a different book in the evening. And you kind of, you and I did talk about that, because you kind of felt like, yeah, I do that. And I thought, well, I don't, but I wonder if I should. Because right now I'm reading Tana French. Mm-hmm. Um which is a suspense novel, and I have had no difficulty putting it away in the evenings, not because I'm bored with it, but because I'm exhausted. Yes. Yeah. So normally, a fiction book will, like, keep me up later probably than it should, but this week I've been really tired, so yeah. I've had no problem putting it away. Um. But I'm wondering, should I be reading that, I don't know when in the middle of my day I would read, but, like, should I be reading that in the middle of the day, and then a nonfiction like a chapter of a nonfiction? My brother reads poetry right, at night. Right. Should I be reading <coughs> a poem every night? Like... What should I be doing, or or should I be doing anything different? Well,
1: that's what I was thinking. Like, how would reading multiples actually work for you? Because you're reading two books a week anyway, and I think in some sense that is reading in multiples because you're reading them so quickly back to back. Right. Um, how it might work would be if you were reading like a story or an essay a week. Right. Um, and I do
0: think I would like that.
1: I think you would too.
0: Here's my question: How do I stop myself from turning the page? I don't know. <clears throat> if it's my overachieving tendencies or what but like that George Watsky book I fully intended to stop after Tusk right you did stop after Tusk but what made me say no 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 I'm gonna keep reading this (laughs) is it this sense of a I am ashamed to say is it this a sense of accomplishment that I get when I finish the whole thing or could be I don't know like that was an essay collection that really could have been one essay a week right and I instead I think I read it in like three hours yeah why this is book therapy.
1: Yeah, this is not a question that I can answer. <laughs> <for you. So coughs> Why do you think the president reads in multiples? Because I know he eats seven almonds, or is it eight almonds a night? Did you read this? No. This is a whole thing. Some reporter, and I don't remember where because I'm terrible, reported on, like, everything that the president does at night. Oh,
0: that's fascinating. It
1: was fascinating. Just this president or yeah. all presidents? Just, just okay. Barack Obama. Obama. Um, so it was, it was really cool, and I know that he eats precisely eight almonds
0: Oh, my gosh. I know. It's
1: really strange. Okay,
0: wait. This goes... Wait, I think we're on to something here. Okay. Okay, Gretchen Rubin asks this question. I've referenced her twice today. I don't know why. In Better Than Before, she talks about, um, are you an abstainer or a moderator? Mm. Meaning, when you want to measure yourself or, like, maybe stop doing something, do you have to stop, like, cold turkey kind of thing, or do you slowly trickle off? Um... Let me give you this example. If there is a box of Cheez-Its in my vicinity, I will eat the whole box. You should take them away from me. I will tell Jordan sometimes, take this tub <laughs> of ice cream out of my hands. Because I will just keep eating until I'm done. Like, right. until... And I, does this come from my parents telling me I had to clean my plate? I don't know. But <laughs> the che, my point is, the Cheez-Its, the ice cream, I feel like I have to finish. So mm. please take it away from me. Um, Meaning, I'm an abstainer. It is easier for me to just quit. Um, When I'm watching television, last night Jordan and I finished season two, or series two, of Broadchurch. I, two or three nights ago, we were like three episodes away, and I wanted us to be done because I was ready to be done. Mm -hmm. I liked the show, but I was tired of watching it every night. Is this like my binge culture where i'm like no i want to check that off my mental list i want to remove that from my netflix queue i cube. think I'm actually done.
1: we have very similar impulses here where it has to do with some kind of attention span induced boredom no. where you you get bored and want to be done i get bored and just quit
0: Oh, This is not great. No,
1: it's not. We're learning things about ourselves today on the podcast.
0: I don't like it.
1: because we are millennials and we're terrible. Oh,
0: no. I just read an article that was literally called yeah. that. <laughs> um, it's
1: called We Are Millennials and We Are Terrible?
0: We Are Millennials and We Suck.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, uh, it, uh, mm.
0: it, look, I read it. I thought I was going to hate it because I hate think pieces about millennials. <clears throat> yeah. um, no, I actually really liked it. Uh, really great last paragraph. I'll put, it, I'll put a tag in the show notes. We'll put it in the
1: show notes. Um, um, I'm curious about that.
0: So I guess that's what I'm saying is, like, I love the idea of reading a collection of short stories in particular mm-hmm. or reading a nonfiction. Like, I've been wanting to read um, the new nonfiction bestseller called Grit.
1: Yeah, that, that looks really good. Okay,
0: and that's totally my kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, in old Annie, Annie pre-bookshelf would have read that along with the fiction. hmm And now I think I don't read that way anymore and I kind of miss it because I think as a result I'm just reading straight fiction or straight memoirs and I'd like to kind of extend beyond genre. So I'd like to read essays or I'd like to read a short story or I'd like to read this nonfiction and maybe that's a way I I could weave it back into reading more than one book at once.
1: Probably. I just wonder like how much of it has to do with like self discipline mm-hmm. because i have none or i have very little
0: i think i have a lot of self discipline you do
1: you do And i do not and i wonder like getting like schedules are very good for me because they make me productive but i will stick to a schedule for two weeks tops before i just like oh,
0: before you're done
1: before i just stop doing it like i'll i'll not do it one day and then be like okay but i'll get back on it tomorrow and then never no, you don't. do it really happens every time that I've started a blog. I will blog regularly for two to four weeks. And then I will just not.
0: Just, you slowly And it. then
1: the fact that I haven't done it in too long makes me feel anxious about having to do it again. Right. And having to explain myself to myself or to someone else. And I think it's the same with books. And it'd be easier for me to just start something new. Right. And forget about it. Right. Which is why, man, like two years ago, David Mitchell's The Bone Clocks came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I picked it up when it came out and I started reading it and I really liked it but I got to the middle of a really long section that I was not really enjoying Mm -hmm. and school started and I put it down fully intending to pick it back up a couple weeks later and I still have not you have not it's been two years my favorite bookmark is still sitting (laughs) in the middle of this book that I want to read right But now it's been so long that I'm like, should I just start over? over. And I remember certain things about it. Like, I know there's a time travel element to it. I remember that the section that I'm reading that I don't enjoy is about a book critic. Um, (laughs) You know, whatever that means. Um, And I know that my meerkat bookmark that I've had since I was like three is there.
0: I think this has a lot to do with, I think we're discovering too, how we consume media in general. Yeah. Um, because I'm all of a sudden... It takes this podcast... Somebody said that this mic was like a therapy.
1: It really Uh, is. And
0: it is because all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this is also how I watch shows. Like, I need to finish a show before I can go watch another one. Yeah. Which which I don't like. Like, I ought to be able to bounce back and forth. Like, uh, why couldn't I watch an episode of this and an episode of that? Like Yeah. Um, But the only way I can do that is if I know this is a me and Jordan show... And this is a me by myself show. Right.
1: And when I lived with a roommate, I had those. Yeah. Where it was like, this is a show I'm watching by myself, a solo venture, if you will. Right. And then this is a show that Billy and I are going to watch. And often they overlapped. It was right. the same kind of show. Right. But Billy was, we had similar TV watching habits, like, let's watch three and then go do work. Yeah. And we wouldn't just sit all night and watch it because right. we would feel bad about it because the other one was there. Right. Also, like. It's all
0: about accountability. But yeah. even
1: living by myself, I will get. Binge watching TV, which is like, usually when I watch TV, I'll have it on and I'm watching it, but I'm also doing something else kind of mindless, either like playing a game on my computer or like writing out a schedule or like, uh, formatting a document, like things that don't require a lot of thought. Right. Um, but I will still be getting something done cooking even. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I have done that many times. Um,
1: so I'd like to do things, multiple things at once which is impossible when you're reading yes which is I think why I get weirded out and and leave books places because I can't multitask while I'm doing them
0: absolutely and I think that's one thing that reading does for us because we live in a culture now I mean I hate to pull that card but we do live in a culture where we just I mean again you just saw my internet browser like I had 10, 12 tabs up. And I have a like, max
1: of two at wh- any time.
0: Like it's That's the better way. Yeah. Um, but there's this, and I know that I have quoted him many times. Um, it's a book you would love. If you don't read it, I will one day gift, gift it to you. Um, it's by Robert Farrar Capone, and it is called Supper of the Lamb. Okay. And it's a food writing book, or a book about food, but it's, it's it just has so many things applicable to life. And one of the quotes that stuck with me was basically, he says, when you're chopping a carrot, just chop a carrot. Meaning, when you are doing
1: something, yeah. just
0: yeah. do that thing. And And maybe in that sense... It's okay to not read in multiples if at least it's getting us back into the habit of just doing, of just doing one thing. thing. Just do one thing. I, I'm i with you. Like, when I watch TV, like, lately I've been trying to knit at the same time, mm-hmm. which puts me into a whole new stereotypical category. <laughs> um, but I've been knitting while I watch TV, and the irony is I actually am not great, then I kind of ignore what's on my TV. I'm actually not great at multitasking in that way because I'm a new knitter, and so I need to be focused on that. Um Podcasts. I constantly have a podcast going. Um, I Like, I listen to podcasts in the shower while wow. I'm getting dressed. Like, I constantly... For me,
1: those are relegated to my car. I can only listen to them in my car. I
0: listen to podcasts constantly. My point being, I don't know that I ever anymore just do one thing unless it's reading. Yeah. And so maybe that's maybe a lesson in,
1: in just Why read, we don't read in multiples. Yeah,
0: just read one. Or multiple. why it's hard to. Yeah.
1: Depending on what you're trying to get out of it.
0: Yeah. So I
1: think we came to a conclusion.
0: I think that is our episode on reading in multiples. Uh, I would love to know what listeners think. If this is something you even think about, or if this is something just particular just book lovers or book bookstore workers, book think. people, yeah, weird,
1: weirdos, weird,
0: weird book people think about. Um, so I'd love I'd love feedback on this one. Yeah,
1: what are you reading, and how many?
0: Yeah, how many a books time? do you read at once?
1: Is it cool for you to read fiction, nonfiction, and comic books all at once? Because I have to, and I kind of love it, but I feel like fiction suffers in that category.
0: So, tell us what you think. Um, You can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes. You can also find them on our store website. That is www.bookshelfthomasville.com.
1: And to see what we're up to around the store at any given time during the week, you can follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at The Bookshelf
0: Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week.